Welcome back to the Bearded Wisdom Podcast. I am your host, Les McDaniel, and I am here today to truly expand all your life into the world of people of peace and hopefully residing as one of those in your life. And that's okay, because, you know, we, there's, there's something we're going to learn to do when we don't meet people of peace in our life. And, it's, and it sounds harsh in some ways, but it's still, it's a good thing. It's a good thing, I promise you. We'll get to that later on, but not today. So stay tuned, stay tuned. I'm already saying stay tuned, and we haven't even gotten anything today. People of Peace is where we're at today. Hey, guys, this show is here to inspire the uninspired, to unstick what is stuck in you, as well as to liberate that leader that is hidden within you. We want to bring that out, folks, and some of the ways we do that is by dripping wisdom on you throughout the day with our social media channels. You can find me at Bearded Wisdom on TikTok and on YouTube. You can also find me at epicfusion.life if you want to chase me down at Facebook and Instagram. It's not really a chase. Just type, just in the search engine, just type in epicfusion.life and I should pop up there somewhere. But anyways, would love for you guys to join us there as we drip wisdom on you throughout the day and throughout the week in hopes of encouraging and inspiring you to tap into that true liberated leader within you for sure. There comes a time in life where you got to make a decision. You can write your own story or let someone else tell it for you. This is the show for that time. This is Bearded Wisdom with Les McDaniel. So as we continue today, I really want to jump in quickly today. It's going to be a brief little session. At least I I say that sometimes, and it can be one of the longest ones. You never really know what you're going to get, because less can be more sometimes. Pardon that pun, I guess. Yeah, we're going to go with it. Less is more. So that said today... I really want to tap into this idea of what it really means to be, well, on the lookout for people of peace, to be prayerful about people of peace, to be mindful of those who might be coming in your life, walking through your life as people of peace. But one way I want to start with that is by talking about those people that are maybe not people of peace. I call them chaotic people. I mean, why not? People of peace, people of chaos, you know, what does it look like to be in the world where that's kind of what you're facing. And I think this is one of those that many of us can probably articulate quite well without even knowing what it looks like. But the ones that I kind of want to jump out there with today start with, well, those bullhorn people. Those, those are the people that scream the loudest. And yet when you're with them in person, you know, you don't really hear much from them. They're really calm. They may be kind of really calm, cool, and collected most of the time. They're loving people when you're in person, but when they get out there and and they find something that they really stand against, they can grab that bullhorn of life and start screaming dogmatic and fundamentalist ideas. And it can be such a terrible thing in many ways that can really, really begin to challenge uh, us in the way that we think. They sound like the antithesis oftentimes of what we truly stand for. They sound like those who who rail against the the goodness that I know of that comes from pretty much any stream of spirituality and religion that that is at its core very good, built on something that is intended to be loving and caring for your neighbor, for one another, for our world, for humanity, for for God. And and I I don't know what else you can say, but they, they can scream so loudly about the most basic minimalistic things and make you feel like you've gotten the whole thing wrong, just simply with the, the words that they say in judgment upon us. 
they're not too far removed from the next category, which is that cyber warrior, the one who will scream just as loud on social media channels and stand for some political right-wing, left-wing ideology that turns into uh, relatively quickly an understanding of this is the God they worship. And then uh, it could be a business idea. I mean, I know the folks who, who stand staunchly in a way of this is how you do business. This is the way that it's run. You got to grind to the nth degree. You've got to grind until there's nothing left in you. You've got to be, you got to build the resilience. You got to stand strong. You got to compete, 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 destroy the competitor. All these kinds of language, this cyber warrior impact that can come at us it presumes to know that the only way to actually win the game of life is by destroying anything that stands as opposed to the way you believe it should be done. And this is completely inconsistent across most categories. And that would be the third form of people of chaos that I would avoid. And that is those who truly are inconsistent in the, divis- the different spheres of influence they have in their life. Do you know these people? They show up at the office as the most successful person in the room, but they go home to a failing marriage and kids who can't stand them and kids who struggle. I mean, there's a reason why the term preacher's kid is out there, because here is this preacher who has often pronounced very good, wholesome truths into life and tried to serve the community and has done an amazing job at serving them, but shows up inconsistently in how he serves at home and the expectations he has. And the way that he can, that he or she can stand staunchly against certain things that a child has that maybe don't align with their belief systems that they preach. And I think that this is where we find a lot of that, that struggle is that inconsistency where what is said in one space may not reside as, resound as true in their family life or in their community life or in their party life or we'll call it a social life. I can tell you that that, that is the challenge of the day. We, we know those people who cast hardcore judgments in life on others while giving themselves all the grace that they could possibly ha- handle in their life. Another type of person is one who is quick to anger over things that really just don't even have a direct impact on them or our world. I can think of the many voices that I've heard that have just screamed over the internet about, you know, I don't know what, I mean, we can also recognize those people in our life that are very quick to anger over the straw men that they've created in their world. They believe that if, if this, then the whole world is going to hell in a handbasket kind of notion. And that if this is really just something that can be, well, overly simplified. I mean, I remember hearing this played out from the perspective of who we let in the doors and who we allow to teach our children and who it is that and what what kind of what kind of moral and ethical lifestyle are they living before we allow them to actually be examples or models for our own children. This can be I, I remember this being playing playing out in my life when I worked with several of my socially displaced friends. We often call them homeless folks. And how there would be this concern about what are we telling them when we let them come into the doors drunk or when we let them come in and, and be loud and curse. What are we saying to the kids in the, in the community when we allow that to be a voice? It's just mind boggling to me that we don't understand that it, it, it's not about what, how they act or what they say. It's about how we love them. But those are people that I can just tell you, I've seen the quick to anger play out way too many times. And then the last category of people that I would say that be, be cautious of is people of chaos in our life. And those are the fanatics. 
And they can kind of fall into several of these different categories above, but really you can let you can tell those types of folks by what they well or adorn themselves with. I mean, some might even be concerned because you know I've got an Om symbol behind me, which is the Hindu idea of well, really it's the sound of creation, it's the source of the beginning of all things. And many people would immediately jump on board this and be like, oh, that's not that, that's not what that is. That's what God did in Genesis 1 and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm not discounting what is being said in Genesis 1. In fact, I believe that this, this symbol represents it so beautifully. If we can just take time to get outside of ourselves and break free from the chaotic noise that we have surrounded ourselves with, to be able to hear and listen to out, that, that, that beautiful symmetry of what it sounds like to be in alignment with people from other cultures that have gone before us and to find that overlap of things. But that's not something that people of chaos can do. So just coin, just that's the people of chaos right there, first and foremost. Now, very quickly, and that's not very quickly, we've already kind of covered a little bit, but really what I want you to hear me say is that what people of peace are, are what we like to call in the world, specifically Front Row Dads does an amazing job at this, It's the yes and principle. It's people who welcome you as you are and are open to what your ideas are as they stand in opposition or against or as in contrast or in alignment with their own thoughts. It It allows for there to be room for us to each and every one expand in our understanding of truth. I am so mind blown all the time when people come to me with these incredibly dogmatic ideas and they say, it yes, but and they immediately contradict what that what I'm saying with something that is what they believe. And I don't disregard what they have to say as carrying with it truth. And I can say that there is also truth in a lot of other spaces and places that I have spent my time and energy learning. In fact, God has shown up in my life in places that I was told he shouldn't. In fact, I was told for a while that I was enabling others when I would meet them on their terms, drinking beer, playing poker, and loving them where they were at, only to find that many of these same folks would release their, their slavery to fear and that, came, that, that drove them to drinking, that drove them to gambling too much, that drove them to excess, that drove them all these things. Without ever having to tell them that, they would come to this understanding that they are worth more than the things that they are enslaved to. And in doing so, they were no longer slave to those things and could let go of them. Supposedly, I was enabling, well, it looks like I was enabling them to find freedom to choose that they didn't have to be slave to such things anymore. And it wasn't me. It was this, some source within me that has been given to me, this gift that has been given to me to love people where they're at without the expectations that they have to follow what I believe is true, but that, that God or that source, that life is big enough to walk them through this path if they choose to let go of the false ideas that they believe that they're trapped by. Another form of people of peace is people who are faithfully committed to the lifelong pursuit of truth, peace, hope, and love in humility. Now, I get told a lot that I am wrong, which is really, really impressive, to be honest, because at the source, at at the very beginning of any of my statements, at the, at the very core of who I am is a whole lot of I don't know. I, I, I mean, who is this guy? How did I come into being? How did this, the science of biology bring come together to create me? And how did that happen for you? 
what are the, all the extreme circumstances that occurred in order for that one thing and all the right things to align for you and I to be here today, for you to be listening to this, for you to maybe be judging me or not judging me or to embrace me or to not embrace this idea of things that I'm talking about. Who, what, what all had to occur for just you to be listening to this podcast today? That would be the easy way to say this. I like to make things a little more complex if, if that's not obvious or not. But I think that those people who can walk in humility and who can commit to the lifelong pursuit of truth, peace, hope, and love are the keys to being a person of peace. I want to put this into perspective and help you realize that there was a time in which I used to make big, bold claims about the most simplistic things like, oh man, I'm almost embarrassed to even say it. But like, just staunch, you must show up to the assembly, otherwise you're forsaking the assembly and at risk of losing your faith or your your acceptance. I don't even know what I believed to be true. about. I just knew that Forsaking the assembly is a thing in the Bible, and I used to think that that was something that I had to protect people from. What I've learned since then is that it's not about protecting people of people from the assembly from who are not coming to the assembly, but I believe that it's actually making sure that we, as people, as humans, engage in the assembly of God's people. That is every human that has ever been made. That we attend to the needs that they have, and that we serve them where they are at, and and that we love them where they're at with your with our businesses with our mindset with our in our communities our neighbors the the person who is is on the street corner with a, asking for a handout what does it mean to love these people what does it mean to pursue truth peace hope and love in the midst of a community where all of us are so diverse and come from all different ways and if anyone says that they have the answers to that i'm not sure they're a person of peace but if anyone is still in the pursuit of what it would look like imperfectly to, to embrace the fullness of the, the, the expression of humanity that is here in our world today without judgment, but truly with an understanding that my job is to love unconditionally no matter what, I would say that's a person of peace I want to follow. And one of the best, most beautiful examples of this that I can think of is I was recently, this past, it was actually just this past week. I was at a Front Row Dads event where we did a drum circle. I did a short little video of this on my social media channels, but I think it was such a a beautiful thing to watch play out. None of us professional drummers, obviously. I mean, I know I look like a guy who could probably be good at that, but I'm not a professional drummer, (laughs) just for the record. I'm not looking. I I have a good friend who, who is a professional drummer, and I do not even hold a candle. He's got multiple drums, a drum set. I've got one drum whenever I'm trying to play. <laughs> Don't even ask. But this drum circle, there was a beautiful bit of dissonance and resonance that all played out together to create this unbelievable thundering sound as we front row dads banged on these drums together, learning from this unbelievable drum circle leader who, who pounded the drums just right to show us exactly what it was to start, what it was to stop. He included us in that process of actually leading the group without even ever having led a drum circle. And it was such a beautiful experience to watch people, what we would say, make mistakes. And this drum circle leader leaned into that when they would make the mistakes and say, that was a beautiful solo. Let's try this one now. And being able to acknowledge that what they did was, was their own expression of what they were hearing as best as they knew how as newly or as beginner drummers, and then to give them a shot at expressing it the way he had hoped that we would 
and then lending that time to us to be able to then play in our own way, in our own solos, and to be able to play it all together and in different ways to only hear one voice of these drums, this one heartbeat that continued to pound at the base with the base of the drum. It was beautiful. You see, people who will let you come into their space knowing that you're not a drummer or a perfect human, not a perfect drummer, not a perfect human, but allow you to beat your own drum in a way that where they can come alongside you and match or mimic or creates the right amount of, of rhythm with you that maybe even allows you to get on track with them, or maybe you're allowing them to get on track with your rhythm. Whatever it might be, we shouldn't be afraid of this natural occurrence that, that is within us, that this, this desire to actually be in sync with others. When we can begin to make our focus that type of pursuit of truth, peace, hope, and love, in humility, when that humility can be the driving factor of peace for us in our life, and we can stand as one who looks at the whole of life, its ups and downs, the good, the evil, the black, the white, the, I, don't, I mean, all of the opposing dualities that we think are stand as opposed to each other. And we can realize that they are, they are two voices on the same coin and that truly the divine essence that walks the coin's edge is there in oversight of the whole thing, loving it, bo- loving both of us, knowing that to destroy one side is to destroy the other. That is where peace resides. It's not my business who's got it right, who doesn't have it right. It's not my business to, scr- to, to yell through a bullhorn of life that you must fix yourself in order to be right. It's not my job to pick a fight on, online with you to make sure that you know exactly where you stand wrong. Nor is it even my job to actually help you be a peacekeeper. My job and my hope is is that to be a peacekeeper, I'm simply living in alignment with the truth, the peace, the hope, and the love that I believe resides at the core of who we are. It's a different kind of stream to swim in. It's not one that fights the stream. It's one that lets go and really truly allows myself to just float along in the world that God has created as as the water, as the one who who is being guided with God being the one who maintains the boundaries that where God allows us to beat our heads up against the, the banks of the river and sometimes even allows us to change its direction. What a powerful thing that God is so well allow, that he allows us to do. That source allows us to operate within this giftedness he's given us, perhaps even so we might be able to shift the streams occasionally for those who need water. What a gift it is when we can find those people of peace in our world that truly make us better and inspire us to great things. May you be a person of peace in this world. And if you are ever looking for a person of peace that can bring that into your world and teach it and and uncover these mysteries for you. I would love to be a guide on that journey. I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. But that's the disposition I hope to stay to stand in as I open the door to what it really could look like for us to bring more peace into our world. For now, talk to you soon. Be at peace. Thanks for listening to the Bearded Wisdom Show. You got a buddy or friend who needs to hear this. Please send him a link. And don't forget to hit that follow button so you can come back and hang out with Les every day.